Welcome to this week's edition of the Level Up Show podcast. I am your host, Derek Vance. Hello. Welcome. Uh, episode 230, uh, climbing that mountain mm-hmm. to, uh, to, to to hit that peak. Episode 231, then it's all, no, it's all over yeah. after next week. It's an awesome, uh, the number of days we've, we've been in quarantine. That's pretty fucking close, yeah. <laughs> uh, I just started my quarantine uh, today, today's day number one of my 17 day, uh, furlough. Uh, so I, I, I'm starting my descent into madness. Uh, you two gentlemen, um, are, are joining me. Of course, Ralph's over there drawing spirals and cutting off legs. Ryan's spiral over there. Hams. Spiral hams yeah, with bones inside. Uh, Ryan's yeah. over there. Ryan's over there trying to save as much bone battery juice as he can so we can call the police mm-hmm. when the when the madman comes oh uh i don't i don't know if i want the police over here they got corona <laughs> that's true they all got it yeah you need to <clears throat> what you need to do is like uh set up your house just in case you need to call the police but you need to set up like a home alone trap to disinfect them as they come to your house so just set up like they open the door and just get dumped with lysol juice and uh paint, paint yeah <laughs> Feathers, because yeah, that um, dis- feathers is known disinfectant. I don't know if you knew that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, micro machines on the ground too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. Once you step on a micro machine, you're free of all coronavirus. So if you're looking for a quick <laughs> fix, that's the uh, that's the way to do it for sure. Uh, welcome to the show. We're back at you uh, live from far away. Ryan, have you left your house since last time we talked? Yeah, because um. I'm not having mail delivered to my new place because it's indoors. So I just have it all delivered to my parents' house, and I go pick it up on their porch. So every few days, I make a trip to go pick up some mail on the porch. Uh, other than that, I am going to go to Walmart, though, to pick up more groceries. They're just going to put it in my trunk on Sunday. But, That's not bad. But yeah. other than that, That's no. I, I'm going to take my dog out to go poop and pee so that she doesn't <laughs> do it in my apartment. But. Yeah, that's a good idea. But, uh, <laughs> Ralph, you're still going outside every day. You're still getting your exercise. Just can't get away from it, can yeah. you? I mean, there hasn't been much mail <laughs> since nobody's working, so I haven't been working much, but still working plenty. That's an, that's all right. As long as you're still getting outside and making you you know making it feel like you're you're living a normal life, it's it, it won't hit me yet because it's my normal weekend off. But middle of next week, when I have yet to really leave my house for a substantial amount of time, I might feel a little differently. Mm. When you finish Final Fantasy VII four times. Yeah, I, you know what? It's really hard to stop playing that game once I start playing that game. So that's a very possible thing that been, especially because yeah. they, I kind of want to, we'll get to this, but I want to play that classic mode, but they say like, oh, it's like playing on easy. And I'm like, no, this isn't Doom Eternal. Yeah. I don't want to play this on easy. I want to play it on normal. So we'll see. Normal is not even that hard. No, but... that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. I would like to check out that classic mode though, but that's uh yeah, we'll get into some Final Fantasy seven R talk because I don't know, fuck, it might be game of the year. You might as well just wrap it up now. There's no real reason to do anything else. There's nothing else coming out. It's uh, 
Yeah, if I stop playing games now, it'll be Resident Evil Three because that's yeah. the only one I finished. I mean, that's you're you're close. I oh, I, I guarantee you that you're close. I'm, you know what? No, fuck that. You've won the Super Bowl four times in a row. It's got to be Madden. Like, there's no. no... They're starting to come out with another Madden. No. <sighs> I don't know. I would I would put Madden up there forcibly, just 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 for the sake of doing it. Uh, let's get into some news. I've got a, a good chunk of video game news. I've got a couple other things that um, uh, are sad and relations. Uh, uh, I'm going to start with this one. Oh, yes. I see that you have the news. Bring it to me, please. Quite. Brian Dennehy got canceled. Oh, I read that wrong. Sorry. Brian Dennehy passed away at the age <laughs> <Yeah>. of 81. <laughs> um, the, yeah. the dad from Tommy Boy and the cop from Rambo First Blood uh, passed away at 81. It's really weird. I watched Tommy Boy pretty recently, and I'm like, is Denny dead? And he, at that point, he wasn't. I was like, holy shit, this dude's still kicking. And then for him to die not two weeks later, I'm like, oh, fuck. That internet search yeah. ruined him. So he, so he, how old was he when Tommy Boy was out? Like in his mid-50s? He had to yeah, you're, you're, Tommy Boy was, like, what, 93, 94 Tommy Boy? Two or three? I thought he was a lot. Older than that, then, but yeah. I guess he, he just, wasn't. He just looked. He was a portly gentleman, so I think he looked a little older yeah. than he was. He had gray hair. Yeah, too. He had early gray hair. So, yeah, that's uh, that's a tough one. I, th- I thought you know he he's done a lot of good acting roles. I mean, those are the ones that that jump out to me. Um, he was also in Cocoon. Um, he was in that Romeo plus Juliet movie. He was in Death of a Salesman, which uh, I think he got some kind of award for. Um, but he'd been everywhere. I mean, he'd been in a, just a ridiculous amount of movies. But yeah, the ones that I could think of off the top of my head, yeah, Tommy Boy, probably the one that holds on forever. Um, and then... Uh, like, no, son, that's for me. <laughs> no, son, that's for me. <laughs> yeah, First Blood was back in 82. Um, Tommy Boy is 95. So, I mean, 82, I'll do quick math. He was still 44 in... Uh, in first blood and he was that was like his fifth or sixth acting role so um he he got a late start but i think he hit the see the one who drew first blood he clearly was the one who drew first blood if you listen to john rambo scream and cry then he uh-huh. was the guy he uh he deserved you know what i mean so yeah. uh yeah sad sad uh sad day uh cardiac arrest uh at a hospital in new haven connecticut uh sad sad day uh, other sad news, the voice actor of the original Leon Kennedy from Resident Evil 2 passed away. Did you hear about this, Ryan? Yeah, I got some news about that, yeah. Um, so that's, I don't know how old he was. I don't have that one pulled up here. I'm trying to 56. pull it up. 56. 56? Yep. That's, uh, that's, I mean, that's way too fucking soon. Did he, was he a, was he a COVID or was there something else going on there, Ryan? Um, no, I think he was indirectly related to COVID because he had some other, illness that he was trying to get surgery for and his surgery got delayed because of a higher priority COVID stuff. So sure. I don't think, I don't know if that was the exact cause for him to death, but I think it had contributed to it. So two, uh, two, two pretty uh, substantial deaths um, within the last week, as far as one being video game related and one just kind of, uh, you know, something that someone that I'll remember for a while, Brian Dennehy, yeah. uh, San Diego comic-con also got, uh, it also died. Uh, it got canceled. Uh, San Diego comic-con died. I was going to say, uh, the guy who voiced peppy hair. Oh, and someone else in the star Fox games died from That's right. COVID-19. I did see that. Rick, Rick may. I think he did someone in team fortress. 
also maybe someone's voice. I don't know. Yeah, let's but, see. He, he did that. Uh, yeah, he was I, he was the do a, do a barrel roll guy. Rick May, seventy nine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, due to COVID, he was. Uh, let's see, he was the soldier in Team Fortress Two, narrated Age of Empires Two, Doctor M in Sly Cooper Three. So yeah, he done he done quite a bit. Yeah. When was uh when does San Diego Comic Con normally take place? Uh, normally, I think it's in June. Um, or July. I can't remember which. I will tell you really fast. Uh, yeah, July, tw- July 23rd through 26th was the original time frame for, uh, for SDCC, which for, for most of the people that know, for those of you that don't, uh, San Diego Comic-Con, the biggest uh, comic convention, if you will, or at least highly publicized comic convention out there in the world. Um, you know, you, you've got different panels from different uh I'm trying to think of the word I want. I need to use my brain isn't working properly. Um, whether it's movies or anime television, you know, whether it's game of Thrones, Westworld, the Avengers, whatever, they all have different panels. They're talking to you similar to what, you know, we experienced at our video game convention down at PAX. Uh, they do the same thing, but on a much larger scale, uh, at San Diego comic-con, this is the first time in the 50 year history, uh, that the con will not be held. Um, and, uh, they're shooting to be back, at the San Diego Convention Center uh, back to- July 22nd through 25th of 2021. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think they will be. I don't, yeah, I don't know. Everyone, this premature talk of reopening the world is just, I, it's mind-boggling to me. I don't know if we're ever going to be able to have conventions that large for a while until there's a vaccine. I, I would agree with you. It's just insane to me. They just, they won't stop acting as if we're just going to be able to go back to our normal lives sooner rather than later. And yeah. I just don't think that's going to happen. Like unless we somehow develop immunity to it, or we get a vaccine, uh, it's way too contagious to have a convention like that. Well, it's something that holds so many people in those those convention halls, where you've got people lining up, how many people deep to ask questions, whether you're at a Kevin Smith panel or you're trying to talk to George R. R. Martin about when the fucking next book's coming out. Um, yeah. It just depends that you can't. What are you gonna do? Put people six feet apart when you're asking questions? You're just you're asking for trouble. There's gonna be problems. It just it, it's not gonna work out properly. Yeah. So it and was they the, still don't have good testing yet either. So until they get good testing, it was the right call. You know, Gamescom went fully digital, and it took forever for them to finally confirm that they were not gonna have Gamescom, which is kind of funny mm. of them for them to be like, oh, we'll wait it out, we'll wait it out, and then they're like, oh fuck, we can't get around this so, one. Did Pack out somehow? happen in january and yeah. then pack south okay so so we could have went to pack south and got through that and that might have well, been like the last big convention yeah it would have been did pax east happen or no because hmm. that one's in march right shouldn't believe, have they should have canceled it i think pax east still happened oh, oh. um let me see something oh, makes man. me think it did but PAX, i don't yeah pax that. east was february 27th through march 1st okay so it might have happened yeah it definitely happened so, um, yeah, it was on the cusp of getting, uh, yeah. you know, when everyone started realizing what the fuck was going on. So, um, they, they addressed concerns about it and said they were doing everything they could to keep everything, you know, clean and safe during the convention. But yeah, it was right before everything was like, holy shit, we got to shut the whole place down. Uh, yeah. let's see what else we got going on. Um, 
the Resident Evil 4 remake. We talked about this last week that, you know, what would you like to see remade next? You know, Ryan, you talked about RE4 already looks pretty good. There's would be kind of strange for them to redo that one. And it'd be nicer to see them do something like a Code Veronica, maybe. Um, and the, the rumor come out this week that, yeah, it sounds like uh, RE4 is the next one up on the docket to have. Was it which M2 was doing this remake? I, I don't remember which one it was. It's um, some newer studio, right? Yeah, TWU. M and the number two is like the people who uh, they like worked on most of the shit on the mini Genesis and they do like a lot of like old arcade stuff that they poured over to newer systems. Shit like that. So I I think the thing for me is again as a Resident Evil uh, I, I, I don't, I don't, how do I def- how do I Super define fan. myself? Yeah. Super fan. Like number one fan. <laughs> as, a, as a guy who's followed the series and played a couple of the games but not went to great lengths to play all of them Four was always the one that people directed me to going go and play, right? Because it's like way more action oriented. I would like it more because I'm not the guy that wants to to tutorial like in one and two, um, you know, like two such things as hot garbage, which wasn't really the case considering <laughs> it was game of the year. <laughs> but you know, I'm I'm an asshole like that. But four getting remade to Ryan's point, it's a little strange because it's it's fairly recent. They just did that upscale on PS4, right, Ryan? Uh, well, they've been putting like four has probably been the most ported game in the series, I would think. Because it started so, on PS3, right? No, so four GameCube. was on GameCube, GameCube, then went to PS2. Okay. Never showed up on the original Xbox from what I can remember. Nope. They did some weird phone version. They put it out on tablets, I think, Wii. unless that was just five. Yeah, it was on Wii. And then all the newer consoles, PC. Yeah, that's where I finished it, was on Wii U. I don't know if it showed up on Wii U, though, but you could play it on Wii U through, uh, like, their backwards compatible Wii stuff. Yeah. I mean, so after watching the playthrough last year um, over on Giant Bomb, like, this game looked like a lot of fun. It it seems definitely way more action-oriented and heavy. So I don't know. I mean, aside from them uh, remastering the graphics to show that creepy little zombie boy in uh, like 4k ultra HD. Like that's really all I want to see. Cause he was like the best part of that game was how fucking weird he looked. The little, little yeah. Lord boy. Yeah. Yeah. When he gets a knife through his hand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully they get rid of the, uh, quick time events because those were not fun. No, nah, but there was one, that was how the game ended. Wasn't it a quick time event at the very end? Well, probably wouldn't surprise me. I know he was on like some jet ski type thing. Um, yeah, with, yeah. With the president's daughter. President's <laughs> daughter. Yeah, he's gonna heavy. Try. Yeah, her ballistics didn't weigh down the jet ski. But... <laughs> um, <laughs> so speaking of remakes, uh, Crisis is also getting remastered, and it's coming out for like everything under the sun, including the Switch. Ralph, <laughs> excited for the Crisis remaster. Switch won't be able to run it, but uh, um, oh, it can because it'll be just like a copy of that PS3 port. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I've never played the first Crisis. I haven't so played I've any played Crisis games. I don't. Yeah, I've neither got, have I. I've got two or three. I've got. I mean, the second or third one. I got it for like dirt cheap somewhere. Probably GameStop. I don't know if I played it or not. I don't remember. Yeah, I, I get it. This is a what a first person shooter. This is the same I think people that are making uh the game I'm playing right now. What's uh Hunt Showdown is it made by the same people? Crytek? 
Yeah, yeah they made Hunt Showdown. Um, yep. Oh. So, yeah, so uh, yeah, I mean, sure, Crisis, Crytek, I'll, all right, whatever. I'm, I'll, I'll check Cry this engine. out. Cry, yeah, CryEngine, I'm all about it. It's so, Crystore, it's the same uh, people who ported Witcher Three to the Switch. We're doing, or no, that's, no, they're doing World War Z. Actually, I don't remember because World War Z got announced for Switch. I did see that, and I whoever did. I think whoever ported Witcher to Switch is doing World War Z. These so, are all, this is also the same group that did Warface, Ralph. That uh, sweet first-person shooter they just put on the Switch recently. I never had played. Never yeah. have played. Yep, right. Um, so, go ahead. What were you gonna say? Nope. Okay, great. So, Crisis. <laughs> yeah, I, I would check this out. It's not a game that I am interested in. I would say I, I don't. I'm not going to go out of my way to find a reason to play it. But hey, if you're going to do this, sure. Well. I'll check it out. I don't care. I'm 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 interested yeah. at least. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how nice they can make it look to see if it'll look anywhere near what it looked like on PC. Because supposedly that version still looks really good and still kind of demanding. That's I but, think didn't it launch like supposedly the best looking game of all time at that point? Is that what people were saying about it? Oh yeah, it was like <laughs> that whole like can you can you run crisis thing or whatever yeah. uh, for your PC. Uh, yeah. That's why the Switch couldn't run it, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the, I think they like heavily downgraded it for like the PS3 and 360 at some point. And maybe the Switch will get a better version of it, but it probably will get those version or yeah, the other 360 PS3 version. Uh, well, so. hopefully it'll run on this uh, new rumor of, of a Switch dual screen. Ralph, did you read anything about this or did you just see that what I wrote down there? Well, I just heard, like, with the newest updates, somebody data mined something about uh, compatibility with a newer model or with something? A, with a, yeah, they re, they reverse-engineered it to find that um, they, it was something that claims support for a second screen, um, a new Switch model, codename code NXABCD is what the... the the reverse engineering is, which is just the best. Um, bring it back. Yeah. Bring it back to the switch NX or the Nintendo NX. Um, I don't know. The other thing that somebody said in this article was even if it's not a new switch and it was a new three DS that just gave the ability to play switch games. I'd be way into that too. Yeah. I mean, who knows what they're doing? Cause yeah. they always have goofy shit that they can pull off. But the idea of so, giving me a uh, like a give me a 3ds XL with the ability to play Switch games and that badass library of the 3ds that sounds like a winning combination for them to keep that model of portability alive while also putting it into the future. Um, giving me like a, a a dual screen Switch would be strange, I guess. I don't know. That would feel like those. I don't know if you ever see those. Big. It would feel really big. It almost feel like you're carrying around one of those. Uh, I want to say IMAX, but that's what I have. The E-Mates. Do you remember the E-Mates in school? Like the little green uh, laptops and shit that you got in like third or fourth grade, you'd be able to take home yeah. with you. That's kind of what I would think I'd be carrying around as like a fucking E-Mate with me, but it'd be a Switch was having that clasp screen. I would just, that would feel so strange to me. But if you made it form factor the size of a 3DS, I think you could do it. Well, what if it's just, I guess I don't understand what this would be. Would it just be tech, pretty much a Switch? With a 3DS card slot on it and that, then two screens. Yeah, I think it would be. Well, again, the the rumor of the 3DS part would be it, it would be a 3DS slot alongside the the Switch slot, or 
if you could build it into a memory card slot where you could just fit both of them in there without having two slots, that would be the most sensical, right? Since they're both cartridge based gaming systems. Um, but yeah, I just having the form factor, or the size of the switch, I think is where it throws me off. Cause I just, it's too large. You know what I mean? Um, and maybe I'm wrong. I mean, I, I'm, I would be interested to see a, a dual screen switch, but to what purpose, you know, is it just to allow you to play that 3ds library? Are we going Wii U style where you put the gamepad on the ground and swing your golf club at it to be able to play the, you know what I mean? Like, what are we, what are we doing here? Who knows? You maybe, your, maybe it's your... good. Oh, maybe it's made out of cordboard. Maybe it's... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was just going to say, like, the bottom screen is your Animal Crossing, uh, Nook Miles spending purchases history, and then you're actually playing the game up top. Like, I, I don't know what you'd be okay. doing. but Well, it could be Pocket Camp on one screen and then New Horizons on the other. Exactly. If I could be playing Animal Crossing New Leaf on the bottom and New Horizons on the top, <laughs> okay, yep. I think I'd be into that. You know what I mean? That might yeah. be a good time. G- give, <laughs> yeah. give me the ability to play my my uh professor layton games on the bottom while while watching porn on the top i don't know you know as long as i can do one of those two things i'd be in good in 3d obviously yeah i mean who doesn't use a 3d on a 3ds who'd be stupid enough to not use a 3ds that's just to not watch porn in 3d yeah Yeah. i mean that's like the only way it's like having a vr system and not using it for vr porn like come on what are we doing here (laughs) it's the only thing you're doing uh, yeah, that's I mean, interesting. Someone's got to look up the schoolgirl skirts. Yeah, I, I mean, mm-hmm. there's only so many uh, anime big boob pinball games that you can play without getting too excited. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, let's not get carried away. You're right. Uh, let's keep going here. Uh, Ghost of Tsushima. Uh, they came out earlier this week and and stated that uh, hey, we're not going to have traditional waypoints in the game as as you're probably used to. Uh, they're going to rely upon the uh, um, the players to look in the game itself and look at markers that they have built into the game, whether it's you know street signs or markers of, hey, the mountains over this way, whatnot. There's not going to have an actual waypoint for you to follow, which sounds intriguing. Um, but also they have a big yellow thing to, for you to follow. I mean, big yellow thing. I think that's a little racist since these are Japanese people, but I'm not going to say one way or the other. I don't really know. <laughs> it's funny you say that. I just watched an Aquafina song where she was calling, talking about yellow bitches. <laughs> um, but now, you know, um, like how they have those ledges that are like yeah. tinted yellow. Yeah, like, hey, jump, that are yellow. jump here. Like it's glowing over here, so I must have to go here. Um, yeah, I don't know. They just, they come out and we're just kind of going against the grain or what they feel like is against the grain on, um, giving you traditional map markers. I don't know. I, I'm the guy that couldn't play Ralph's game of the year that year because I didn't have a fucking map. So no map marker. I might be a little fucked, but you, you finished bloodborne and like none of the souls games have anything like this. Yeah, right. They right. Don't. right. No, they do not. So I, I'm, I think it's, I do think it's, uh, Interesting that they're not doing this. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's not coming out this year, so it's definitely not going to come out this year. Yeah. They, they, they can keep telling me June 26th all they want to. And that fucking thing's getting pushed. There's, there's yeah. no way that it's not going to get pushed. Right. In the April issue of game informer, they had a April fool's section and they had goose of Tsushima. <laughs> so, uh, That's pretty good. Uh, yeah. I, I would be, uh, yeah, I'd be, I'd be into that. Pretty for that. Yeah, yeah. We'll be into that quite a bit. 
Um, let's see. Yeah, it's, I'm trying to find their article where they said that they're not going to have waypoints. Uh, again, nodding to realism, you explore the island's lush environments without the help of waypoints. Choosing where to explore next using landmarks and your knowledge of the world. Sucker Punch is no stranger to creating open worlds with fairly minimalist nature of the environments. Uh, is a bit of a departure for the developer. Time in the story will pass as you explore, which title uh, with titles telling you uh, how much time it's been since the invasion began. So, interesting. You know, you know what else? What else doesn't have waypoints? What's that? Super Mario Brothers Two. <laughs> you know what? That's yeah. one of the greatest games of all time. Still, still on the list. Prove it. Yep. Still on the list. Yep. Uh, last couple of things all related to, well, mostly related to Sony. I'll get the one un-Sony one out of the way. Um, you guys remember what the big backlash when, uh, Res- or I'm sorry, Red Dead Redemption 2 came out and, uh, one of the Housers got out there talking about crunch and how he was working hundred hour weeks and this, that, or the other thing. And people kind of freaked out about it. Jason Schreier ended up writing a big ass article about the, the culture over at, uh, Rockstar. Do you guys remember this? Yep. Yeah. So. They posted, uh, Schreier posted an article from kind of revising that, talking to some people that left the company or they're still with the company because Rockstar got out there and really took it to heart and apparently have honest to God changed some stuff with their studios and fired some of the managers that were known for um, kind of shunning some of the developers or the workers that didn't want to work the overtime or weren't putting in the overtime and then they would get treated as lesser employees. Um, they made strides to fix that. Obviously currently they're not crunching down to send a fucking game out the door. So it's all well and good right now. Cause the stress levels doesn't need to be there. Um, but in this article that got released, they uh, confirmed that they are in the very, very early stages of developing a grand theft auto. So if, for some reason, you didn't think they were going to make another one of those that make them tens and thousands, tens of millions of dollars a day. Uh, yeah, they are. They're going to make another one of those. So is this stage of development like the Housers went out for dinner and one of them's like, I got this great idea. And he pulls out this napkin and he writes GTA six on it. Yep. Is that like where we're at? Yeah, I think where we're at is like we're going to hold a, We're going to hold a press conference announce a bunch of stuff. And then at the very end, they're just going to show a logo. <laughs> they're just going to show... show the word agent. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's be agent yeah. too. Yep. They're just skipping the first yeah. one. Yeah. It's they're they're I doubt they're any closer than uh, you and I talking about this game being a reality. Um, but Hey, yeah. Why wouldn't you make another one of those games that made you a shit ton of money? Right. Makes sense. Seems pretty obvious. Uh, yeah. Things that cost you no money um, is Sony's play at home initiative. They are uh a throwing a shit ton of money at indie developers right now to keep them afloat, which is awesome. Um, but they're also giving out two free games right now. And that's absolutely free. No PlayStation plus required. You're able to download these games for free during the current climate um, of what's going on with COVID and people being uh, cooped up at home. Um, now I, I shouldn't look a gift horse in the mouth because a free game is a free game, but the games are giving away are games. I clearly already own. Uh, they are the uncharted collection and journey. Yeah. It must have it must have saw their numbers have been like, well, we've actually sold these games to everyone on Earth already, so we'll giving just say they're free now. Giving them out for free is just kind of a no brainer because everyone already has them anyway. Yeah, yeah I mean, probably they've both already been PlayStation Plus games, right? Oh yeah. Very much yeah. so. Um this is going on from April fifteenth through May fifth, which at that point there uh, is a strong possibility that we'll get uh, another two games um, during this play at home initiative. Um, that was from Jim Ryan uh, pushing through and getting started, which like I said, 
for people that don't have these games or have never played them, that's awesome. You can go out there and check them out. That's a shit ton of, uh, of it's a lot of good games. I mean, Uncharted 2, one of the greatest games of all time. Uh, Uncharted 1 and 3, still pretty good. And Journey, still a damn good game. Um, so go uh, go check that out. And then, yeah, in that same article, they talked about the $10 million they have set aside to support the uh, indie developers um, during this time of need. So cool stuff out of PlayStation. Uh, not so cool as our last piece of news, uh, or at least maybe not so cool. Uh, currently the rumors are that the PlayStation five is tracking to price somewhere between four ninety nine and five forty nine, which that just, mm. that hurts that hurts me a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. I don't, I don't want it not to be, I don't want it to be over hundred for PS three. Yeah. I don't want it to be over yeah. $500 though. Like 500 is definitely my cap Five fifty. That's a, that's a dick punch. Yeah, well, you might not be able to buy one right away anyway. So yeah, uh, they're probably have short supply. They're talking about twenty rumors, twenty five percent less launch PS four or PS fives than they had at launch for the PS four. I was, I think, what I read, something like that. Yeah, so I have to ninja my way in there and get one pre ordered <laughs> if I can. I uh, yeah, the second the pre orders go up, I'll be doing everything I can to to get one pre ordered because holy shit. Uh, I got I want to have one, but at five fifty, you know what? I might just kind of sit back with my PS4 Pro and my sixty-five inch TV and uh, call it a day. Because uh, boy, five hundred and fifty dollars—that's a lot of fucking money. And you can still play NAC two on your PS4 Pro. That's that's true. Uh, <laughs> NAC two, mind yeah. you, uh, outside of the United States, is one of the games on that PlayStation Play at Home initiative. Oh man! <laughs> so for 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 people that are not in the United States, congratulations—you got one of the greatest games of all time. You got NAC. <laughs> Uh, yeah knacked indeed um yeah, i don't know ps5 price 550 ralph i don't know you're are you are you uh even considering getting a new console if they do come out no not this year yeah not with not with everything going on i figured uh ryan i mean i i know the answer is yes but is there a price point that puts you to the point of not buying one would 600 push you uh, away um no i'd still get one at 600 um I'd pro- I'll probably get both of them right when they come out. Sure. I I can't like the only thing that would make me question it is if somehow it got up to like the thousand dollar price range. Um, so I, think, I guess I, even, even nine hundred, like nine hundred to a thousand. Like that's me. That's that's way too much. So, right. But that's a, that's a lot of money. Who knows? I think I think six hundred is is way too much. Um, Five fifty is just that's out of my comfort range. I, like I said, four to five is is perfect for I think a consumer's price point that you think of for a gaming console understanding that what you're getting in that box they, they're going to be losing money on it so i'm sure they're just trying to get as close to even as possible with these systems going out the door so uh that's everything for the news why don't i turn it over to uh to ralph why don't you tell me about what you have been playing my good man what is it that you have been playing hollow night we don't need to hear about that. That's a game. That um, is a game. Um, I've been side, or yeah, some other game has been keeping away, keeping me away from Hollow Knight. This game called Under Hero. Um, Derek, this may be up your alley. I don't know if you know what this is. I don't. I'm waiting for you to tell me. I'm pulling up Under Hero right now, so you can, so I can look at it while you talk to me. What if I told you this game was a 2D side-scrolling? RPG where the combat was from Mario and Luigi uh, game sold. Yep. Sold. Yeah. It's a, uh, I mean, it's real similar. Like, you know, you're like, 
Um, your attacks are like you got like a stamina meter. I guess I don't remember how Mario Luigi works exactly. I think you take turns in that, but and this you have like a stamina meter. So as long as you have stamina, you can do a move. But it's the same with the enemy. So you can like jump their projectiles, or you can parry their stuff. And uh, I don't know. The game is pretty crazy. Also, yeah. like, uh, it starts it starts off with a with a bang. Like it's just. I think it's pretty funny. I don't know. I mean, I could spoil the thing at the beginning because it doesn't really matter. But at the beginning, you're like this um, this chosen hero, and you're like level nine hundred ninety nine. You're <laughs> at the final. You're at the final boss, and you're like walking along, and the chandelier falls on you. You fucking die. Oh, you have to restart every everything. <laughs> so, so then, like one of the minion people are like, "Did he just die? <laughs> like, what? What happened?" And and, and like, like uh, the character you end up controlling was standing there when the chandelier fell on the hero, and they're like, "You killed the hero!" <laughs> and they like went and told their boss, and then like you get promoted, and it's <laughs> it's, it's ridiculous. Um, uh, I don't know. It's pretty fun. It's not that hard, which is good, I guess, because some of the attacks are kind of hard to avoid. Like, I mean, just like in the Mario Luigi games, the enemies have, like, kind of, like, tells where you, where you know, like, like what... they're flashing at you or something. Yeah, like, what attack they're going to use so you know how to avoid it. Um, And, I mean, it's... It's got a good art style, it, too. It looks really nice. Yeah, it looks even better in motion, I think. Um, uh, I think there's, like, three worlds. and Well, maybe the fourth world is, like, a final castle. But I'm in the third world right now. I guess the only downfall to me with it is some of the levels are just like mazes, which I mean, they've done on purpose, but uh, I don't love that, (laughs) but they're not too hard to figure out. Right on. Like each world so far has had like a maze section. So this is, this was developed where by who? uh, Someone called paper castle games. I don't really know what they do but like it's gotten good reviews and it like it's i think it's like 17 too. yeah 17 normally and it was on sale for 11 something so yeah, i went in 12 bucks i thought i might do that yeah i went and picked it up um yeah i don't know i mean if it continues the traject- trajectory it is on i think it's a really Uh-oh. good game so oh yes uh, I thought I lost you guys for a second. Oh, okay. No, oh. you're still here. <laughs> uh, yeah, they, they started out in Venezuela. They're over in Spain right now. They've been uh, developing games since 2014. Paper Castle Games at Paper Castle Devs on. Uh, so, yeah, this looks interesting. I, I dig, especially the Mario and Luigi comparisons. I'm I'm all in with those. You going yeah. inside Bowser? I oh, sure. <laughs> I'm all Not in. yet. Um, you can find like cassette tapes, and you go to the save area and put them in the boom box and you can listen to cassettes. It's a, uh, it's a good time. Music's really good too. Good. Yeah. It's a pleasant surprise. I might check that out. Yeah. I, I had one pleasant surprise on, on the eShop this week where I picked up a game finally. Cause pooplers. it was four fucking dollars. No, I, <laughs> I do still, I do still have pooplers, but uh, I, I haven't, I haven't done it yet. I need to, but you're, you're all backed up. There's a lot going on right now. Yeah, I just the system can't handle it all. You know what I mean? There's only so yeah, many. Yeah. There's only so many flushes in a day. 
good. That's accurate. Uh, um, anything else yeah. about Underhero there, Ralph, or anything else you checked out? Uh, we played some Mario Kart the other night. Fuck um, me. Yeah. Did you wreck? Uh, did, did you kick kick her ass? You kicked the fictional wife's ass? Uh, most of the time, yeah. You just you got to put her in place. Like, I understand it's my world now, lady. Just fucking just go ham on her. I mean, she refuses to do the... The, when you're drifting the drift? and you the boost, you do the left right stick boost oh. bullshit. Like, oh yeah, then she's never gonna win. You gotta wiggle. Yeah. You gotta wiggle. <laughs> Always be wiggling. If yeah. you don't wiggle, you're gonna lose. Mm-hmm. This is how it works. It's how the world works. Wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. As a great man once mm-hmm. told me. And that's why that mo- that show <laughs> for the kids, the Wiggles, you know? so, so successful. Yeah. Trying to teach them how to be it. winners. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, this, but this made me, uh, we were playing Mario Kart and I was like, what if Nintendo was just like, all right, we got a new season pass for Mario Kart. Here's like 16 new tracks. I'd be like, holy, holy shit. shit. Yeah. I'd be uh, okay with that. If they gave me four tracks, I'd probably be like, here's 10 bucks. Cool. Yeah. I mean, I don't remember how many. They just did every track ever made and put it on the switch. Hell yeah. Put a track editor in there also. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Um, but that's. That's all I've played. So instead of all of the characters for Super Smash, we're going to get all of the tracks for the next Mario Kart. Yeah, that'd be badass. <laughs> yeah, I'd much rather have that. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I want to watch Nintendo Direct where they just introduce every track and go through it yeah. once. It felt like they almost went through every Pokemon in yeah, that one. Exactly. Uh, E3. Yeah, just, yeah, just give me every track and I'll be, I'll fuck, I'm hooked. I'm good. Yep. I'm all about yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, uh, why don't you tell me, Mr. Ryan, um, about mm-hmm. your fourth Vincent Lombardi trophy? Oh, that's right. We didn't talk about it on the podcast. I forgot. So <laughs> I, uh, did not win the division. So I started off in the wild card round and I didn't think that, uh, home field advantage meant that much, but the Browns gave me all I could handle. And I won twenty-seven to twenty. Okay. So Baker Mayfield was was Slinging doing his it. A game. Then I went into a divisional round and played my brother. And I was like, I thought for sure I was going to lose. As the Broncos, right? Your brother, your brother, the Broncos. Yeah, yeah. And I just smoked him. It was uh, he could not handle Josh Jacobs at all. <laughs> the run game was too real. Yeah, Lester was uh, on his A game too. It's kind of interesting because normally, like when the playoffs come around. Lester is like my running back who gets the most. He's the one that broke the rushing yard record right. in a season. He usually gets hurt, <laughs> so he rarely plays in the playoffs. So he was healthy the whole entire playoff run, though. So yeah, I, I beat my brother. I was surprised. Um, he was not happy, obviously. Um, so because he, like, I thought this was his year. I, I mean, think he was he fifteen did and one, right? Yeah, he was fifteen and one. I was fourteen and two, and. He like designed his team this year around trying to beat me to stop. The um, and he did twice in the regular season. It was, it was hard. And then for whatever reason, everything was, I tried, I tried something a little bit different. Um, and it worked. So I threw the ball zero times. Didn't even have an attempt <laughs> Four 400 yards rushing. <laughs> that is ridiculous. What yeah. was the score? I think it was like 28 to 13. Was wow. The score. 
So he was just trying and, to force it in, wasn't he? At that point, just trying to throw yeah, everything he could. I was up twenty-one to three at the half, so then I just kind of uh, coasted in the second half to just kind of run out of the clock. That's insane so, to me. Yeah. So um, went, on, went on to the Super Bowl against who? Well, I played the Patriots in the conference oh, yeah. championship, and the Patriots it was in the snow. Like, there's rarely snow games in Madden 20, and this one was in Foxborough in the snow, and they gave me a hell of a game too. Like, they scored on their first drive, which normally I get a uh, a punt or hold them to a field goal. But they came out and scored on me with um, Trubisky and uh, Ezekiel <laughs> Elliott. What a pa- um, what a Patriots team! Yeah, and then so then they just like four and uh, three and outed me. Um, like I don't know what happened. Like they fucked me up on my first drive, so I punt it. They returned the punt for a touchdown, so they're up fourteen nothing immediately. Oh fuck! And so I just had to like I I don't know had to like Turn it be on. really cons- really conservative, really careful, uh, and I ended up winning I think by a field goal. Um, and uh, made it to the Super Bowl. And then, oh, shit, I don't even remember who the fuck I played in the Super Bowl. Oh, um, damn, oh it was the it was the Panthers, and I just smoked them. Like, the Panthers, I beat them, like, 35 to 7. <laughs> so, um, the NFC's not very good in, in our, our season. Your season, yeah. Yeah, so. So, four of these. franchise, I guess. Four of these uh, now. Yeah. You know the, the 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 time has come to wrap it up, right? Like it's it's your sunset yeah. Madden. It's over with. You're not going to do it anymore. What's funny though is like they do their Hall of Fame calculations all fucked up because Josh Jacobs has got three Super Bowl MVPs in a row and he's not going to make the Hall of Fame. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. That's so fucked up. And then like this year, um, like I play really conservative when I run the ball. Like I I always cover the ball. I rarely juke. I rarely uh, truck. I rarely stiff arm. But this year I'm eight and zero, and I have been experimenting with Josh Jacobs because he's a power back, and I've been trucking and stiff arming, and he is just running like it is. Just it looks so bad. It, yeah, it just looks like he's just like um, Marshawn Lynch in it out there, just throwing people down and knocking them over. That's awesome. Uh, he's not the fastest though, so sometimes I get caught from behind. But I've got I've gotten a few touchdowns that I, uh, that I wouldn't normally have been a touchdown just because I trucked the shit out of a cornerback or a safety and the, or stiff armed him. It was really bad once I did it to my brother and uh, <laughs> it was not happening. I just got him with a huge stiff arm. Do you guys do you guys um, chat on? I think I asked you. Do you guys chat on Mike when you guys were doing this? Uh yeah. With my my older brother, he'll he'll stick around and for the whole game, and I, I do too. But it, if you're if I'm beating my younger brother, is at some point there's a point where he just he will not he'll stop he'll talking. talking. So, he just, he just yeah. shuts down. Yeah, he's he he doesn't do the macho man thing where he says I'm not talking, but uh, <laughs> he, he stops talking. But, oh, perfect! That's awesome. But I think he's beaten me more than I beat him though. But I just usually beat him in the games that matter the most. So so a fifth Super Bowl might be. Can you finally put it to bed after this? Or are we just are we on the train? Until, uh, well, until it's not. Actually, it's not. It's not really up to me. It's more like if my older or younger brother, if one of those two, uh, kind of feel like they're done. Yeah, then then that's when it'll likely end, or when the next Madden comes out, which because um, they want to do that again. But I think the whole like quarantine stay at home thing is kind of made it so it's going to last longer. But yeah, you got nothing else to play, right? Yeah, but I haven't played the Broncos yet this season, so that's partly why I'm 8-0. Um, and, yeah, both my running backs are already over 1,000 yards eight games in. Um, 
So I had a season goal of getting 25 touchdowns on the ground, and I've already gotten that. So doing okay then, aren't uh, you? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I have. Oh, I got Andrew Luck. Uh, he come back from the dead year or old. Thirty-seven. Yeah, he's only seventy-six overall, but he's an X factor. Um. <laughs> oh, funny. Like my quarterback that I drafted to replace Derek Carr would not sign with me, and I franchise tag Cleveland Farrell instead of him because Cleveland Farrell was more useful to me. Um, and so the Patriots picked him up. Gave him a huge ass contract for five years, even though they already have Trubisky, and they're not even starting him. They're playing Trubisky, so I don't know. I mean, he must be the future for them. He sucked though. He's not a good quarterback. That's funny. Um, but Andrew Luck is way better. He's fast. Uh, even though he's a seventy-six overall, he's fast, and uh, I have not thrown an interception with him yet. And he's uh, much better at throwing the ball than that quarterback that I had that I won. First Super Bowl, I won Derek Carr. Next three, I won with that guy. I think his name's like Andrew Truman or something like that, or something like that, and then. Then I don't know if I'll win one with Luck, but Luck currently doesn't have a Super Bowl win. Got to get him one it's before probably, he retires. Well, I think he's going to retire this year because he's 37. But who knows? 37. I'm not. I don't plan on. Yeah, I don't plan on signing him for another year. He's he's a 76 overall, so he's only going to get worse. Not worth the money. Nope. Um, I was going to draft a quarterback, but the draft class this year is just awful. From at least from what I've scouted for quarterbacks. So. Uh, tell me about the the time you, the the other time you put in with Resident Evil Three. I know you'd beaten it a few times prior. You're you're back at it again. Yeah, I've finished it on Xbox One. I'm trying to get all the achievements on Xbox One. I'm pretty close. I only have three left to get, so um, it'll be two. It'll be a couple more playthroughs because I want to get the Infinite Rocket Launcher before I do um, Nightmare and Inferno just to make those easier. Um, I don't know if I could do them without it. I'm, I'm sure, maybe if I studied some. Uh, some Rams. guides, yeah. But then it takes a little bit. You have to kind of grind, so you get points to buy the uh, infinite rocket launcher. But so I've slowly been doing that on Xbox, but nothing real, real new there. Yeah, they yeah. patched, yeah, they patched the Xbox. Originally, it was native 4K. Now it no longer is. It matches PS4 Pro. The reason why they did that is because it wasn't running at 60 frames. But now they both pretty much run the same. They're both. Um, same resolution and uh, both run at 60 frames per second. So that was kind of nice that they did that because it was noticeable. I was going to say, that's the stuff that I don't know that I would notice, but I know you've got a keen eye for uh, for frame droppage. Well, I, I think you would. Like, the most of the times you'd notice is, like, if you, like, throw a grenade or something and all of a sudden you see... And usually in that case, it's not going to hurt you too much. It, the most of the times it hurts you is, like, when you're trying to shoot, um, which it, it rarely was at 60 for Xbox One. Um, but, but yeah, now, now they're both the same. So, right on. uh, and then the big one, the big one that you and I have both been playing, I'm fairly certain you're much farther than I am, but I do want to ask you this question. Uh, you bought final fantasy seven remake. Did you end up buying it digitally last Friday? I did. That's how I have the huge lead on you. Yep. So I figured you did. I have, um, the physical copy on my wish list and I'm thinking I'm, I'm not going to buy it at 60. I think I'm going to try to wait till it drops to like 30 and then I'll buy the physical version. Sure. If I can, because I know they're having trouble getting physical copies out there. So I'll tell you where I'm at. That way you can try to kind of talk around there and not go farther. I just got to the Sector 5 mission where you, Tifa, and Barrett are in the train tracks. You have to jump out of the train and then meet back up with Barrett in that that train subway. So that is where I'm at currently, about six hours in. Yeah, you're quite a ways behind me. How many hours in are you? 
I'm over 20. Okay. I'm on chapter, I think I just finished chapter 13. Okay. I think there's like 18 chapters. So, so. tell me, tell me what you're enjoying uh, of the game so far. You know, what, what are the things that have stuck out to you of like, holy shit, this is, this looks really uh, good or the, the voice acting. What's, what's, what's really tripping your trigger so far? Um, well, I, like I mostly wish I remembered the original better yeah. cause I vaguely remember the original. So it's hard for me to tell, like, was this in the original? Was this new? Uh, or did, was it in the original, but they changed it some way. So that, that kind of stuff. Um, there's some things I know were in the original, and I, but I I don't remember encountering them. Um, so seeing those and how they did it in the newer one is kind of interesting. But um, I think all the voice acting is really good. Um, the game looks great. Um, some of the, like the, I really like what they did with the cities and walking through those. Those like some of some of that doesn't look as well as it could. It kind of reminds me of Final Fantasy 15 in the way it looks. Um, like just going through the cities and interacting with, uh, some of the less important background, the background people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, and it's, it feels very linear and I, I'm wondering how, like, I know the like story in final fantasy seven is pretty linear, but at some point there's an overworld and you wander around an overworld and can go to different places like with a boat and all that stuff. Uh, well, I think a boat in seven, I know you get an airship at some point. I can't remember if you get a boat in seven or not. You probably do. Um, and I don't think any of that is going to be in this first part. So it'll be very interesting to see how they do that in the second part. Um, when it does open up and you can travel to different places. Um, cause all this is just the very first part of the story in that very, in Midgar, like confined area of Midgar. The way it's been so far. And I think this is going to end up how it's going to be later is very kingdom hearts in the sense that, it's going to be very linear. Like there might be some choices of like, Hey, do you want to go to this plot or this plot? And you can go here first and it doesn't really affect the story so much as you still end up going to the other place to, to get to the next spot. You know what I mean? For kingdom hearts style. Yeah. I don't know that it's that, that false sense of choice might be there, but I don't know that it's going to be as big of an uh, overworld as you think there, it might be. I hope it does have a bigger overworld, but it might not, but I really hope there's no gummy ship. That's what you're trying to imply. No, I, there might be a Donald duck in there, but I don't know. Oh, uh, well, I wouldn't mind that. I wouldn't mind a Donald duck. <laughs> yeah. Um, who does? What? Will they put pants on him? No, never. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking sadist. If you put pants on Donald <laughs> duck, the thing that kind of like, I, I do like the, how the combat kind of just like you easily transition into it and out of it. Um, I don't like that. I can't roll all the time though. I keep trying to roll and I can't. Oh yeah. Like <laughs> a dodge roll. Yeah. What I like in the combat, you can roll, but like, even when I'm just exploring, I keep thinking I can roll. Oh, yeah, I can't. You can like yeah. sprint instead of sprint. You can just roll yeah. through. Yeah. Parkour. But, parkour. Uh, yeah. Which, and that's pretty <laughs> minor. The thing that I still get confused about, like, um, you know, you have to hit X to bring up the menu to use the stuff. Yes. I still keep thinking X is attack, so I'll hit X thinking I'm attacking when really it's square that's attack. And then um, switching between the characters sometimes can be a little confusing. I also do not... There's probably some settings I can change to make it better. But, like, when you play as a character, their ATB stuff builds up real quick. When you're not playing as a character, They're, yeah, they don't, it they builds don't up really, all. really slow. Yep. Yeah. So that really annoys me, but there might be some like setting I could change to tweak to make them more aggressive. What I might build up their ATB. What I've done so far in that is I will 
and for yeah. Ralph's not playing this game. So for Ralph, say I'm main character Cloud. I've got Tifa with me, who is like a, she she's more of an aggressive fighter, up in the action yeah. kind of uh, kind of role. Um, if I'm fighting as Cloud, Tifa is off to the side. Might maybe fighting, maybe just kind of doing some weird shit, not really doing a whole lot. So what I'll do mm-hmm. is I'll jump into the fight and immediately switch to my secondary character. I'll build up her ATB gauge to to its full capacity. I'll switch back to Cloud, hit R2 to be able to control her abilities yeah. and do it that way. So that way I'm managing her yeah. abilities and utilizing it properly. That's what I've tried to do because, yeah, otherwise if you just keep, keep playing Cloud or you keep playing Tifa and Cloud's over there not doing anything, it doesn't. it's not helping you. Yeah. I think I also need to, like, I haven't built up, I, so there's, like, a provoke materia. I need to, or I think it's provoke. I don't, it might not be called provoke, but it's something like provoke. Um, I haven't used it, but I think I need to start using that because what's also annoying is, like, let's say you you uh, want to, you want your fighters to go fight and you just want to be Aerith. If you switch to Aerith, whoever you play as, the enemies want to attack that person. So right. they immediately go and attack that person instead of attacking the other characters. So uh, I know in like Final Fantasy 13 and other ones, there were ways to like uh, aggro enemies to go to a certain character. Right. And I haven't tried messing around with that, but that might make it a little bit better because I would much like when I have Aerith in the party, I'd much rather just like chill out in the back with Aerith doing shit while the other guys are fighting. Yeah. Yeah. But when, when all the enemies come and try to wreck her as I'm trying to do that, it's not really fun. How'd you feel about that first summon? How'd you feel about Ifrit? Uh, I don't really like the summons. Summons are kind of weird. I mean, it's cool to see. Well, like I guess you probably haven't got to him yet, so never mind. I got if, but, I got if that's all I've gotten so far. Like, I don't really get to see them. They like show up, and then I don't see them, and then I can use some of their abilities. Even when I pick their abilities, I don't really see them do any other attacks. Right. And then, but then, like, if your character dies or the summon runs out, then you can see them do some like big final attack, which is kind of neat looking. But um, I haven't really used them that much. Um, I have three so far, but I, uh, I know there's other ones. Yeah, I, I've only I've only like I said just recently started playing it. What I will say is the game I think is gorgeous. I think it looks fantastic. Um, I think the music is excellent. You know that first time that uh, Barrett hums the 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 defeat the victory song, I was just like fucking yeah. awesome. Like that was just really Does cool. It a lot. Does he? That's even better. Yes. Um, I thought the the expansiveness or how they're te- you know, showing you that the world, you know, that the world of Midgar is built on plates. Like you have different sectors, but they're plated out to get from one spot to the other. So it's almost like a, a spiral up or a spiral down. Yeah. So when you do that part with Jesse, who is a very moderate, you know, minder character in the original, um, and then yeah. parachuting down from her sector down to sector eight, just really shows you like the depth and the distance between these. Um, you know, the, these economic mm-hmm. uh, differences. Yeah, it's, yeah, um, it, they definitely made it look really cool. Um, I, I think they did a lot of great stuff. Like, it might be a good thing that they're doing it in, more in parts because they really spent a lot of time on Midgar and uh, really put a lot of detail into it. So it does kind of feel like uh, its own game. Although it does feel a little claustrophobic because I know what happens in the rest of the game and I want to get out and start exploring so i'm hoping I, you can do that i'm not really used to being funneled as much in a like tight quarters in a uh, jrpg because even in 13 at some point it got out yeah what, once you hit uh once yeah. you hit i don't even remember what the fuck it was called yeah pulse or something Pol- it was like grand, yeah, pulse or grand pulse yep you're right yeah um, but 
Okay. There was something else I was going to say, but yeah, go ahead. I'll think of it. No, you're fine. I, I just I think the voice yeah. acting is fantastic. I really do enjoy what they're doing with the story so far. Um, I, and I think the thing that's stuck with me so so far is the combat has just been really impactful and beneficial to you, whether it's the material slots that you get and continue to upgrade the way that you are able to upgrade your weapons is kind of nifty. So like in most games, I think you get a set of AP and this AP is for you to utilize between all the weapons that you have where that, what they're doing in this game is, Hey, your buster sword has 21 AP. So you can put that into different slots. Well, this other sword that you just got has 17. So you can upgrade both of those swords and you can build those out to, okay, my buster sword is if I'm going in and I need to be defensive, I'll I'll build this up to be a defensive sword. And then this, okay, I'll, I'll build that up to be a magic attack sword. And then you can put the materia to kind of, to dive that a little bit farther in. And that just feels like it all works together really well and actually benefits the game as a whole, um, where it doesn't feel like it's too cumbersome. Yeah. And, um, out of the, like, I haven't finished it yet, but like, I definitely think it's a better game than resident evil three. So, um, and I'm having a lot more fun with it than I did resident evil three. The only, what's going to be kind of weird though, is like, I know after you beat the game, you there's, they have like a chapter selecting. So you go back and play through chapters wonder how like whatever you're doing in this game is going to carry over to the next one and how um similar they're going to be because i know the difference there was huge differences between final fantasy 13 2 and lightning returns so i wonder how close um in gameplay style and what you actually do is going to be between however many parts this is going to take well, uh, did they say it was here's two the parts be- or is it going to be three here's the benefit i think it's three mm-hmm. here's the benefit is uh, the guy that directed this, as we all know, is Tetsuya Nomura, the guy that directed all the Kingdom Hearts. And those games are basically the exact fucking same across all three of them. So you shouldn't have to worry about combat-wise them being a whole lot different. It was just minor tweaks here and there. So I don't think that there'll be too uh, too many grand uh, differences between uh, Part 1, Part 2, or Part 3, or whatever they end up calling them subtitle-wise. Yeah, and like the next one is going to have to come out on new consoles. So just by the nature of that, the graphics are going to look different. Um, so I, I wonder. And that's okay because when, gonna, you, yeah. when you go to your apartment door and it, it models in like it's a PS1 door, you're like, what the fuck is happening and why does it look so bad? Uh, I had no idea when yeah. I was like, like, oh, let's go to your apartment. And you're like in this, you know, the suburbs or the slums or the slums where you're just like, oh, this looks really nice. And you go up to this door. And it's like you're waiting for something to load. I'm, I'm like, what? Why does this door look fucking blurry? Am I stupid? What's happening? Oh, nope, there's a lot of way. places like that. But it's just like, nope, we just wanted to make it look like this. And I'm like, I this is a weird stylistic choice to not animate this door. Yeah. There's some of those things. I don't, like some of those are questionable. Like uh, there's a lot of like in the city. If you go and look like from a distance, most of the stuff in the city looks very nice. But if you get up close to it, it, it looks more low res. Um uh, and not very detailed. Right. Um, and there are some Is that an homage, parts... you think, to like the static backgrounds of the original set nah. almost? No, nah, I think it's just uh, like either technical limitations or them just knowing that they could probably get away with it in certain spots. Because uh, like the characters are very highly detailed, the main characters. Right. Um, they can't do that everywhere. Um, but there are parts in the game where they like, they'll like, you haven't gotten this far yet, but there's some there's a part in a train where they zoom in on something 
and it is extremely pixelated and looks bad. And it's like, you know, you're zooming in this as part of a cutscene. Why couldn't you make that look better for just this cutscene and stuff like that? And it's kind of weird. I think that benefits the um, PS5 also, based on what we've heard about what the PS5 can do, right? Yeah. As far as like, loading uh, yeah, in background tech, you know, ba- background and, and being able to kind of offset the power between what you're paying attention to and what's happening in the background. Yeah. So, yeah, who knows? Um, it'd be cool if they like release part two on ps5 and then like have a like enhanced version of part one that looks so much better um ready to go as well i mean i'm not gonna get my hopes up but that'd be pretty cool what uh, what are your uh, expectations so, for the releases do you get this once a year once every two years open not once every 10 years um uh, well no it'll be four for the first one and 13 the second one so it'll be fine yeah, so I don't know. I, I mean, it'd be, they haven't announced any timelines, I'm assuming. So hopefully we get one in at least, I'm hoping at least two years, um, like as like the max. Um, if they go beyond two years, that's going to kind of suck, but uh, who knows. I'm hoping based so, on what they've already built out in the time they've took, hopefully they can just churn this out three years in a row. That I think would make the most uh, fan sense. Um and financial sense for them of just like keep keep the capital there, keep people's interest. If you wait too long, you might lose it. I don't think they did it that fast with 13, 13, two and no. lightning returns, but, but, and they were used a lot of stuff in those. So I'm wondering if they can do the same. I don't know who, who knows. I have no idea how they operate and what their plans are, but if they wait too long, that's going to suck. I'll tell you, 13 was 2009, 13-2 was 2011, 13-3 was 2013, so every two years. Yeah. I mean, if they could do that, um, at worst case, that would be awesome. But if they could do it every year, that'd be pretty cool. We'll see. It's uh, it's a great game. I'm I'm really having a lot of fun with it so far. So, uh, yeah. Ralph, Ralph, I wish you were playing it. I wish you had a PS4 to play it on. So. Uh, let's see. I, uh, I, I got a couple other games I'm going to talk at you about here real fast. Um, I, I said I bought a game on the eShop. It was Toe Jam and Earl. It was four bucks the other night and I was like, fucking a, so I finally bought Toe Jam and Earl uh, back in the groove. Um, so hopefully I'll get to play that here next week. Um, animal crossing is still a game that I own in my household. Ralph. Uh, no, <laughs> nope. I'm out. Mouth bangs. Mouth bangs dead. <laughs> It died, yeah. A cruel it's got death. foreclosed on. Cruel death. Yeah. Ryan, is uh, you? You still have you still have your copy of Animal Crossing? You just haven't played it. Yeah, I mean, I'll have it for as long as I can have it, um, but I might not play it again. Oh wow! So we might, <laughs> I might be the yeah. only one, huh? Leave me alone on yeah. my own island. I see. Um, so I have not played a ton of, uh, animal crossing recently. I did, uh, jump in today and it was raining, which is nice. Cause when it rains, you get new, uh, or different bugs and different fish. And I caught this fish that was worth, uh, 15,000 bells, which was pretty nice. And I caught two of them. So it's like fucking a, uh, that was kind of nice. And the fish nice. guy was there, CJ. And so he was paying 150% of, uh, or, you know, 50% more than what the, the Nook store will pay. So um, I was able to sell him all my fish, which was kind of nice, and put a put a good chunk of payment into a set of stairs, um, which just so where all my money goes is fucking making this island look nicer. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, Animal Crossing is anybody still... anybody going to accidentally fall down those stairs? Or... I hope so. I, ho- I hope it's <laughs> one of the two characters that we want to get rid of. That would be nice. 
We have this monkey. Uh, not, what about what about Nook to get back at him? Yeah, I, I don't think. Listen, there's only one set of knees getting fucked up in this game, and it's mine. I know it's going to be mine, so it's fine. So um, Nook is pretty careful around the stairs. Nook doesn't leave that little box of his. He doesn't ever fucking leave his little cubicle. I think he sleeps and shits there. Yeah. Um, uh, we've we've got this little. Do that. We've got this monkey there that says "police" after everything she says, which was is just fucking annoying. Um, mm-hmm. And her name is Elise, uh, so she says police every time. Um, so characters I, can fall in those holes you dig. So you know, I would like to push her off a ledge, not just into a hole. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, we'll see if we can get rid of her. And then uh, I saw this over up on Cheap Ass Gamer. Um, they were giving away free codes for this. I figured Ralph, you might have tried to get this. Did you see this when it popped up for a, a robot named Fight? I saw that, but I already owned it. Oh, I didn't know that you owned this. When have, we, have we talked about this recently? No, I, it was like, I feel like it was like less than a dollar one one week, several weeks ago, and oh, okay. I played it for like a minute, and I'm like, yeah, I don't know if I want to play this, so I haven't went back. Right on. Um, so I, I picked that up and played a little bit of that, and it's weird. It just, it, it, it doesn't feel bad, but the... Um, procedurally generated part of it is where I struggled, um, because I thought that I wouldn't care. Uh, but as I'm playing it, I was like, uh, this just doesn't feel great. You know what I mean? Um, I, I've got, I beat a couple of the bosses, but that was kind of the last piece that I was like, okay, I got it. I understand what this game is, but it's definitely not for, for me. I didn't, didn't love it. Yeah, I mean, I don't even know. I think I got to an enemy, and I'm like, yeah, I don't want to play this. Yep. I, I don't know if I just wasn't in the right frame of mind or what. but. And it was, like I said, it was free. I got the copy for free, which is great. Uh, but, yeah, I just, fuck, I, I struggled real hard uh, enjoying that game. More more than I wanted to struggle with it, because I just, it looks nifty. The art style's great, but just not, wasn't for me, you know? Um. Yep. Yeah, Pooplers is still out there. I have yet to jump on the Pooplers, uh, Pooplers train. I need to. Um, but Final Fantasy VII R is here, so that's kind of all I've really been playing. And now that I'm on my 17-day furlough, we'll see if I get uh, you know, I'm going to try to stay active and keep my mind right. Maybe write a couple articles for our website, uh, whatanawesomepodcast.com. Um, so if you feel like uh, while you're bored and you want to do anything like that, let me know. You guys can write an article too, but... Yeah, it's uh, it's it's about to get real strange around here with me not going to work every day. Yeah, we'll see what happens <clears throat> there. Uh, I think that is everything that we have been playing, which means it's time to turn it over to Mister Careful Ralph as we decide what the greatest game of all time is. Ralph, take it away. Welcome to Surmise the Score, the segment of the show where we try to guess Metacritic scores, aka meta scores, for games that aren't out yet. During this thrilling new season, it's not new. Whoever wins gets to remove a game from our top 100 greatest games of all time list in hopes that one day we will finally reveal that Super Mario Brothers 2 is the greatest game of all time. You're goddamn right. Oh, no. You it's going to beat out Tetris. It's going to beat out Tetris. I have bad news for everyone. Oh, fuck. Um, nothing, oh, no games. Nothing, 
Nothing beats for my scores for has a meta score. So, uh, just to refresh, Hooplers still does not have a meta score. It's waiting on uh, Derek. It is waiting on me. Yeah, yeah, you write that review. Um, Trials of Mana. It comes out the twenty fourth, so it doesn't have one yet. Um, Friday. Yeah. Okay. Next Friday, as of now. Um, Predator Hunting Grounds. Still which nothing. We surmised huh? the score for last time. Nope, nothing. We got a couple games we can surmise scores for. Okay. I guess. Um, how about a little game called Gears Tactics? Oh man. The tactical Gears of War game. Well, just mm-hmm. Gears game, I guess now. Um, it looks like it's just coming to PC first. So yeah, um, this this will be for the PC version, I guess. Um, Ryan, being our Gears of War expert, what do you got for us? Uh, eighty-three. Eighty-three. Uh, I'll go with seventy-nine. Derek. Seventy-eight. Seventy-eight. Okay. Um, and finally. We have Streets of Rage 4. It's finally coming out. Feels like it's been in development forever. Uh, Streets of Rage 1 through 3 were all on the Sega Genesis. They're like side-scrolling beat-em-ups, brawlers, if you will. Mm-hmm. Like a final fight, something like that. Uh, this is being made by the same people who made... Let's see. They did that Wonder Boy... Dragon's Wonder Trap Boy. remake. Uh, and I think they did Windjammers, like they brought it to they remastered okay. it or whatever. And they're doing Windjammers to I think they're developing that themselves. I think it's dot emu or lizard cube. Or both of them. I don't know. Uh I think the guy from Dot Emu has been on Giant Bomb before. I know he was on Metal Jesus yeah. one time. Yeah, I remember watching that briefly, but I had to shut it off. I have trouble watching when he has guests like that. It's just weird. Yeah, it is. Uh, Streets of Rage 4. I think I, I keep saying Streets weird. Streets of Rage. Um, I'll go first with this one. I think it looks really nice, but I don't know how well this kind of game holds up nowadays. I guess we'll see what they add to it. I'll go with an 80. Uh, Derek? I'm I'm gonna go lower. I know this has got some buzz to it, but I'm gonna go with a 74. Okay, it looks really nice. It does. Sure. Uh, Ryan, I'm gonna steal Derek's move from last time and oh. do 73. Oh, that a boy. Mm-hmm. Not, oh, not, boy. Not 77. Not no, 77. no, 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 no. <laughs> Never nope. double John Elway. If, if there's anything yeah. you've learned from me, don't do it. <laughs> nope. Doesn't end well. Um, and that is all I have. Okay. Holy shit. That's a show. Uh, so what are we looking forward to for next week? What are, what are you going to be playing there, uh, gentlemen? I, th- I think it's mostly mostly Final Fantasy VII for uh, for Ryan and I, but what, what do you got? Yeah, keep, keep the Madden train going. Yeah, the Madden train's not going to die for a while, I guess. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah, I mean, if, if I get five Super Bowl wins, that would be pretty ridiculous. Uh, I, I'm, I, I'm, and it's not going to happen. I called it last time and it happened, and you said it wasn't, so I'm, I'm going to stick with my guns yeah. here. Uh, what about you, uh, Mr. Ralph? What, what, are, what are you thinking for, for next week? Uh, 
keep keep hitting it uh, under hero, I guess. I don't really know. I might go down. Otherwise, and, I might go down and pick up uh, pick up under hero for twelve bucks. That's a good deal. You could get um, percent five. I want to hit that up. That's essentially. <laughs> yeah. That's true. I, I do have I oh fuck I shouldn't I shouldn't do that I shouldn't even say it never mind. You got time? You got seventeen days. That's I, yeah. <laughs> God, I could play a lot of Final like Fantasy in those days. Day. Yeah, if I had ten hours a day to play, that would be amazing. Mm-hmm. That would be the best. Yeah, I don't really know what else I may dig into my backlog. I guess. Yeah. I don't... Now that I've got the time, uh, we talked about it last time. The, the backlog building begins. Um, I didn't mean to make those all b words. Uh, but I will, I will start putting those into a list, um, for us to, uh, maybe explore the possibility of, of turning that into our, our next season of surmising the score where, uh, we get about, we each get a backlog going and, uh, the biggest loser, however often we'll, we'll pick a game, um, or we'll get a game picked for them to play out of their backlog, which sounds like a good time yeah. or, or a like, bad time. Well, I played all the, most of the bad games on my backlog, like, uh, Escape Dead Island, so That's you guys true. can't pick those. That's true. <laughs> well, we'll see. We'll we'll find something good for you to play. Uh, all right, that's going to do it. We're going to wrap it up here from uh, Anti Corona Central uh, for Ryan, for Ralph. I am Derek for another episode of the Level Up Show podcast. We'll see you next week. Level up. Shh.